So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast with another amazing episode for you. And you are here because you want to lose fat, gain muscle on a plant-based diet. Hopefully, I mean, that's what the podcast is about. And today we have a very special guest joining us on the show. Kiara is here. Kiara is one of our amazing coaches in, in our team for our program. So Kiara, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. Feeling really good. A little bit sore on my arms and shoulders, so it's perfect. Perfect. Did you have an upper body day yesterday? Uh, <laughs> it was great. Nice. Nice. What's your favorite what's your favorite upper body exercise? I'm curious. Um lateral shoulder raises. Like I like to have wide shoulders to make my waist look tiny and yeah, I like to see the bump here. Nice. I like that. Uh, I I'm the same. I love I especially like the the machine, the lateral raise machine that you have in some gyms, right? I mean, you can do dumbbells, obviously, but I love the machine. It's just like, it just hits the spot. It's it's awesome. Um, so yeah, thanks for hopping on with me. I uh, wanted to to get you on and introduce you uh, to to the community because people might be listening to this podcast and uh, seeing the results, client results, and everything, and be like, hey, like, do you do this all yourself? Like, what is this? Like, no, we really have a company. We have people. We have a team that uh, helps our clients and Kiara has been um, an integral part, an integral part of the team, of the coaching team, helping helping clients succeed. And I was curious, let's start us off with your, just your background, like wh where are you from, uh, how old are you, and uh, what's, your, what's your story, like what's your um, background in nutrition exercise, what made you go into that route, why are you so passionate about um, nutrition and, and exercise and health? Overall, I know it's a big question. Like it's like, okay, tell your life story, right? Um, but I think it's good to start with that. So I'm Italian from Venice and I'm 36 years old. I will be 37 this year. I actually studied Mandarin at university uh, when I was 18 to 21. And um, this led me to uh, have to go to China to improve my Mandarin. And uh, the first trip I had that was mandatory with the university, I absolutely fell in love with Shanghai. So the moment, like 10 days after my graduation, I moved to Shanghai it was December 10th, 2007. I was 21 years old and um, I found a job there and I moved to Shanghai. I was so, so excited. Uh, but um, after six months, so from December to uh, June, I actually realized I still have my intimate products uh, in my drawer. So I realized I actually missed my period for six months. And uh, it was a big shock. I didn't realize that there was so much going on. Uh, I didn't realize. So I went to the doctor to get a check. And uh, so nonchalantly, the doctor told me on a Tuesday lunch break that I had PCOS. And... Um, that I wouldn't be able to have any kids. So as a, you know, a young woman, I just turned 22, it was a big shock to me. And uh, what they recommended was to lose weight and, you know, to be active. And I absolutely had no idea. I grew up in a household where junk food was really accessible. My, mom, my mother was 
you know, showing her love with uh, a lot of chocolates and, and foods. So I was really out of shape and I didn't know how to eat healthy and I, I was eating out all the time in China. The, the street food is really cheap. So I had to learn how to cook and I remember I boiled broccoli and I burned the pan. So I don't know how I did that. It was absolutely disastrous. Um, but then it took me like a few months and I started to get really into nutrition and I started to lose weight, maybe even a bit too fast. I went in the usual stupid 1,200 calories diet that most women do. And I lost a lot of weight really fast. I was going to the gym, walking everywhere and, um, that was really not good for my health either. So a couple of years after I um, found this opportunity of studying uh, health coaching from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York. And I just wanted to do it for myself. I had plenty of time. I didn't want to go out as much. So I started to study function, uh, um, integrative nutrition and uh, we tried all the diets. So the first thing they told us actually was to eliminate dairy. So that was very easy for me when I understood the damage that it was doing, especially hormone wise. And then we tried everything from paleo to vegan, to raw vegan, to standard American diets. And um, it was a really amazing process. I started in December and uh, the, June, the following June, I got into yoga. So I tried yoga for the first time and I was obsessed so much that uh, I decided to go to India to study yoga. So I'm this kind of person, like if I like something, I have to know everything. <laughs> You're like, I like yoga. I will, I will fly to India and I will, I will study it for two years. Oh, uh, well, it's only five weeks, but yes, yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was pretty much it. Uh, so I took a solo trip in September to India. I um, studied Astanga yoga for five weeks and the topic of uh, vegetarianism and veganism came up in the same week both in my uh, nutrition course and in my uh, yoga course. So I said, okay, if this it is not a sign, I am not sure what more I need to expect from the universe. So uh, that week I immediately went vegetarian and um, I was still consuming some eggs here and there and honey because in Shanghai, maple syrup was not accessible and it was really not possible. So those years I started to feel so much more energetic i started to run i started to do marathons half marathons in shanghai and in the mountains as well and uh, i quit drinking i quit going out it was a huge process for me and then when i moved to vietnam in 2014 that was uh, when i really decided to uh, stop completely with uh, any animal products and uh, really be vegan 100 percent and I also started my vegan company there and yeah, never looked back. I've always felt amazing. My period came back regularly without, you know, any medications and my skin looks great. People think I'm younger than, you know, my age, my hair, great. My nails are great. So that was a really, yeah, I didn't look back from there. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I mean, seems like you've 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 learned so much you've tested you you've done so much uh you've traveled uh, so much and seen a lot and throughout this whole whole throughout this whole journey like having a focus on health and and being at your best shape and, and health is um it's not easy but you, you made it happen so it's uh it's very impressive i have to say um and you've um also like had your own company even right i think can you tell more tell us more about that as well 
So in Vietnam, I moved to Vietnam in August 2014, and uh, I was already working as a health coach in Shanghai and an event manager. But um, yeah, in Vietnam, I didn't want to go back to corporate uh, life. I was working as a business consultant in Shanghai. So I had the chance, the opportunity to work more in that field with Chinese clients, but really was not in my heart. Uh, so I decided to just take the leap and open my own business. Um, it was very small at first. I was uh, collaborating with an organic store to make vegan treats like energy balls and cookies. And uh, they were selling so well that, uh, you know, step by step, I started from two products and I, uh, you know, moved to about 45, 47 homemade products. They were hummus and vegan cheese and meals and ice creams and cakes, but everything was calorie counted, uh, macro counted. And um, we started a manufacturing company in uh, in Saigon. And uh, then I found a business partner that is as crazy and as you know focused as I am. She also looked amazing and uh, it was great promotion for the brand. We had a lot of athletes as well. We were mar marathon runners. And uh, then we started to add services um, like education. So cooking classes for kids and adults and um, uh, hiking days. So it was super important to bring people outside of the city with the dogs and the kids and hike and go to the waterfalls and just spend a day, you know, outside of the gray. And um, we had uh, yeah, cooking classes in the um, in the store, people wanted to know how to meal prep, and we knew the difficulties. People didn't have ovens, didn't have a lot of equipment, so a lot of the meal plans were like, okay, one pot meal planning, how to do this, or a vegan cheese uh, at home that is cheap, or how to make, uh, you know, exciting breakfast. Uh, so it was really popular, always sold out. We had kombucha, uh, making workshops, and yeah, all sorts. And then step by step, we also started to do retreats. Uh, similar to the one in evolution that you have done um, to take people outside and just disconnect uh, a bit from their daily life and connect with other people, make new friends. This has been so important to us. Uh, it is important to surround yourself with the right people. And if every time you have to go to dinner, you have to fight with somebody over your choices, it's, you know, it's not the best feedback. So having people around that understand your values and you know support you it was very important and then we also decided to run the holistic fair so health was very important to me over veganism and we created these holistic fairs where we had 30 35 vendors showcasing their products the services um, from yoga to massages to you know uh, good water bottles to gyms uh, all sorts and um yeah, we were, you know, uh, organizing and arranging everything. We got very popular and we attracted the attention of the biggest vegan group in Saigon. And the last year before COVID, we actually uh, collaborated on the vegan fair. Uh, we had 3,500 people showing up to the fair. It was wow. absolutely insane. 80% Vietnamese, which is very hard to get. And um, we, yeah, we had to like barricade our table because people were coming ahead of the opening time and everybody was like what is happening and uh, yeah we had to you know we sold out every everything everybody sold out everything it was it was epic at the end of the day we would just look at each other it's like what, what happened today um yeah it was really amazing and this gave us the chance to get the attention of michael greger so we interviewed him in august 2000 uh 
20 as well. So it's a really wild journey. And um, oh. yeah, I love everything that we've done, but working with Game Changer is, is really very much similar and I love it. Wow, I'm actually, actually impressed. I didn't know that the, uh, the plant-based movement in Shanghai is so, Say, so Saigon. big. Saigon. Yeah, that's... Uh, is it like, is it picking up there? Like, is it uh, very much becoming like a thing, like in like in the US and Europe? Um, it's, uh, so there's a, most people do, do follow vegan diet on the Buddhist ritual days. So it's quite common for people to eat vegetarian food. And Vietnam food is plant-based, like majority is plant-based. They do have a lot of pho with meats and stuff. But um, there was this group, it's called Son, Son Tuan Chai from Scott Green. He uh, did nothing but translating into Vietnamese everything that is popular in our social medias and the reels and the clips, and also creating his own material. And he really quickly got 80,000, 100,000 followers uh, to follow his, uh, his content. The material is not translated. So when they have this translation into Vietnamese, they are so grateful that it's available in their language and they can learn and they can follow. So so he grew a lot and especially between experts with the uh, Game Changer movie that was that that month was crazy we had so so many uh, men coming to us and wanted to go plant based so many couples uh, it was a really big uh, change when the movie came out so, awesome yeah, it's developing a lot that's amazing yeah good good work there it's uh, very inspiring to see how, how it's how it's spreading and I mean I also I'm a personal I love Vietnamese food like it's one of my favorite like types of vegan vegan foods and restaurants Vietnamese food is, is amazing so um, that's uh, that's good to know love it so yeah throughout this journey as you said like when it comes to you your PCOS and and that journey I think it's super inspiring and interesting I think we can we can save that for another episode like going more into depth there um, but I was curious if you would have to break down your three biggest learnings. Um, from yeah, going plant-based and then making plant-based work for you, meaning being able to stay lean, stay in shape, have energy, like you said. What would you say are the three biggest learnings um, that um, the listener can can take away um, that is that have you found that you have found made the difference for you? So the first one for me was to really realize how what I would eat will affect my well-being. Like, for example, I always assimilated to a hangover. So the food hangover that I would get if uh, by mistake or by chance or I didn't check properly, there will be some milk powder in the food. I immediately will get terrible stomach ache and uh, bloating and uh, also, you know, a lot of air. And this was this smell was just so terrible. I forgot that my body used to smell like this and I completely lost all the like body smell, like sweat and also, you know, uh, private. So that was the biggest thing to really connect the mind to the body. Like, okay, I'm not feeling great. Did I eat something that wasn't uh, good? So that was uh, the biggest one. And um, it was very clear with alcohol, but with food, it took me a little bit more. And um, I would say the other learning that I've had was yeah to stop listening to other people and just you know keep going in my journey because eventually they will notice that you do feel a lot better and 
they will always ask you for advice later on. So just be committed to yourself and don't don't look around too much. Just follow one way and uh, and keep going in that direction. Yeah, just quickly quickly on that. I, I love that one. It's it's huge uh, for everyone to to realize that it's not easy. Like we always compare ourselves to others, and but you can think about like a race. Like if you're running a race, like a marathon or like a, a sprint like focus on your lane like you can't look left and right um, because you get distracted and you won't perform your best and you won't reach your goal like you gotta just focus on your lane run your own race and run that to the end like if anyone ever run before um, that's what they tell you just just focus on what's right in front of you and, and just um, just give you give it your all and then like you said if you would do that then firstly you will feel more aligned because I think a lot of people can relate to this at least what i that's what my experience has been when i am too much on instagram like watching people like being successful watching people being shredded and in shape like it doesn't make you feel good like it makes you feel um like you are not enough makes you feel like you're behind and you really have this negative these negative vibes but when you are in your own lane like just focusing on what you do like reading book like making progress on your journey focusing on your project and you have this feeling of momentum you have this feeling of positivity and 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 just just a great feeling so listen more to that listen to to your to your thoughts and don't ignore them if it makes you feel bad then stop comparing yourself to others i i used to run marathons and i'm a, a diesel i start slow and i finish fast but it took me a couple of times to not follow the others so fast at the beginning because they're everybody's sprinter. And then I, later on, I was like, you know what? You're making a mistake. I'm I'm in the right. I know what works for me. And then I will catch them up later and I will be like, oh, this is a big lesson. So if anybody runs, they know that they shouldn't follow others. Everybody has their own rhythm. I like that. And the same applies to the gym. Like you might see someone that's super jacked and is doing way more weights than you but it's a whole different chapter like this person is doing it for years already and it's a whole different chapter in the book so your book maybe just started while this person is already in chapter six um so something to keep in mind as well and uh i think the third so for me it has never been a um i think for looks like i was never interested in looks until like maybe when i turned 30. i've always been a smart woman so i always kind of i've always been a beautiful woman but like smart was my biggest interest so i never was uh admitting that i also enjoyed being a beautiful woman so in my 30s something switched and uh being lean was uh, quite important so i researched more and um also with my study in functional medicine and i've noticed that the biggest uh, factor for keeping a healthy body that also looks very good is the protein amount that i was eating so by increasing that and making sure I, my my diet wasn't a carb heavy diet which happens a lot with vegan diets um then my body just started to transform and i'm feeling fit and at the time i was only doing a pole dancing once a week so it wasn't like a big amount of lifting or anything like that uh, but that made a huge huge difference in my uh, difference in my body yes love it protein all the way i agree i agree 
um, I feel it all the time when I don't eat enough protein. I feel it immediately. I don't don't have the same muscular tone and not, I don't have the same recovery. So what what does a typical full day of eating look like for you? Like currently, uh, I'll be curious from breakfast too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it looks. Uh, so in the morning, I'm very happy. In uh, uh, Europe, we can find the vegan yogurt so i have half a kilo of vegan yogurt <laughs> with oats <laughs> i eat a lot i eat about 1800 calories and um, then i have uh, oats and seeds uh, chia seeds and pumpkin uh, sunflower seeds and then a lot of strawberries on top they're really low calories i like to eat for volume i i love eating a lot of food so i use very low calorie foods uh, these are the the frozen berries i use are really tasty small so they're really sweet and then uh, for lunch i will have like my classical curry uh, we spoke about already i make a big pot at the beginning of the week and then i pack it and it's always the same and then at night i usually use tempeh or tofu and then i have vegetables i really like brussels sprouts i also buy frozen ones everything is you know just open a packet by the one kg and then uh, recently i've been discovering sushi rice instead of brown mm. rice which is so delicious so i have this little flavor of sushi uh, in my meals and then between i have snacks depending on my workout routine uh, so sometimes i enjoy these bars that i found here in germany they're like vegan uh, high protein bars but if not it's usually like protein powder i like to have it with hot water and uh, yeah, like that. Now I've been put on a challenge to eat 400 grams of fruit, <laughs> which means I have to eat a lot more strawberries and um, I freeze bananas and um, yeah, make uh, anabolic ice creams as well. So uh, everything in the blender with ice, protein powder and uh, uh, PB2, peanut butter 2 powder, which is lower calorie than peanut butter, but it's the same. So that uh, I enjoy sometimes a big bowl at night. Nice. Anabolic ice cream. That sounds sounds good. It's so, so good. Really, really that's good. good. It's ice cubes, protein powder, PB2, and banana. And strawberries for volume. Nice. And uh, um, Santam gun, uh, gum is mm. uh, like a thickening agent. And that's really good also for digestion. So I noticed that after that, my digestion is really, really good. Yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes gum is, is very, uh, it's a very good ingredient for to give that texture that you that you want. And also, ice cubes are are a game changer if you want that that ice cream type texture. So love love that. Um, and yeah, that's what uh, that's what works. And if you check out Kiara's Instagram, she's definitely in very very good shape and uh, strong. And uh, she's uh, she's also crushing with our clients and helping them achieve their goals. And we can talk more on these things in other episodes. Just want to have this one as an introduction. And um, yeah, I think it's an inspiring journey. And uh, we're grateful to have to have you be part of the team and help so many people. Thank you. It's been really great. It changed my life joining this company. I've, I've always enjoyed the, the gym, but now it's, it's really like, I really, really enjoy it. I had somebody coming up to me the other day. It's like, isn't this too heavy for you? And I was like, oh. This is not too heavy for me. I was squatting 55 kg and, uh, you know, he was asking me how long, how often I go to the gym. And he said, oh, I come to the gym, you know, for four years. And I was like, hmm, 
I think you could improve a little bit your training. <laughs> Maybe you only come for the sauna. And it was just like such a tease, you know? And I said, this is not too heavy for me. I need this. Uh, but I I'm, I'm enjoy the, the journey with you. And uh, yeah, it's really amazing what you do for every client. It's really impressive. Yes, yes. And you're doing amazing for the clients. You, you are known as uh, the ass kicker, the ass kicker coach. So uh, <laughs> I'm too old to be nice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's important. It is important. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we, what we believe. Like we have our um, coaching values. And one of the values is to, um, to tell the kind truth, right? Tell the kind truth. So when we see something is off, we don't hold it back. We we give it to you straight, but of course, still in a kind way. Um, that's that's still important for us. And uh, yeah, that's uh, the way to get results. So Chiara, thanks so much for hopping on and sharing your, your story and your, your learnings. And hopefully it was helpful for, for you listening. If you enjoyed this show, then uh, you can leave a rating and review on iTunes and also subscribe to the show. That's how we uh, grow. And uh, since I don't do any ads on here, that's how you support us. And uh, appreciate you listening, giving us your attention. And we'll talk to each other soon in the next episode. Peace out. So keep getting those gains and save the planet. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.